You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The White Sox and Twins from Chicago on Wednesday in the bottom of the third inning. Irvin Santana's on the mound for Minnesota. Alan Hansen is at the plane. The one-two pitch is line fair inside first down the right field line. Hansen will turn first and make second as Kepler plays it off the sidewall. And he's going to try for three. The relay throw to third is going to be late now. It pops away. Hansen pops up to his feet. He's going to score on the White Sox late one nothing. Setting up outside on Blanco in the pitch. Hit high in the air right field. Garcia turns around and gone. Stay hot, Polanco. Tied it up 1-1 with his fourth homer of the series. And now eight RBIs. That ball was crushed to right field. And the pitch. Hit high in the air right field. Ball might have a chance. Kepler back on the track, looks up. And that's a solo homer on an 0-2 pitch for Louis Lurie Garcia. His ninth of the year, and the White Sox kind of creep back now down three to two. And the pitch, line to third and fair, past Escobar. This will tie the game. Garcia scores, Moncada digging for two. Moncada will stop. It's a game-tying double, 3-3. And the 1-0 pitch, ground ball left side, base hit left field. Garcia to third. He's going to try to score. Rosario's throw off Jimenez's body. The White Sox win it 4-3. It's the first career walk-off hit for Tim Anderson as the White Sox beat the Twins 4-3 on Wednesday. Just a second loss in eight games for Minnesota, who fall to 9-6 against the last-place White Sox. The Twins miss an opportunity to gain another game of the wild-card standings, and they fall 4-3 to the White Sox on Wednesday. After the game, here's Twins manager Paul Molitor on the loss. You know, we were kind of fortunate to be in the position we were and in the eighth leading, I thought. You know, we didn't swing the match particularly well. Um, you know, Shields did a you know pretty good job of uh, you know mixing uh, his stuff. You know, we were out front, a lot of off-speed stuff. We didn't make very good adjustments there. Uh, but Irvin did well. Um, you know, we kind of gave him the, the gift run early, and then the home run. And uh, you know, thought we had pretty good matchups in the last couple of innings. You know, couldn't put a couple of guys away after two strikes, and they made us pay. And you know, they put together the rally there in the ninth inning. You mentioned before the game that the new delivery might give your guys some trouble. Is there any way to adjust in game? Well, I think you know, always when you're seeing something a little bit different, it's it's going to look different in the box and it does on video. But um, you know, the theme early on was he wasn't really throwing the ball by anybody. Um, he was you know, using his deception to get outs for the most part, and you know, we uh, you know, we kept getting out front and had trouble staying back. So you know, obviously, it was effective against our club today. Irvin Santana had another outing. He gets a no decision, lasting seven innings, giving up three hits, a run, a walk, and striking out eight. And here's Santana on his strong start. Well, it went well. You know, he asked me the after that long inning, uh, that was going to be enough, you know, and uh, and just finish that, that inning, that game for me, and the good notice, you know, at, um, to win two, two guys on and uh, get out of, out of the inning with no, no score runs. So that's good. Not that hard. Uh, do you ever imagine that uh, that was going to wind up being such a disastrous play for you? No, what? Uh, Hanson's uh, ball down the line. What about it? It wasn't hit that hard. Do you ever imagine uh, it was going to be? It was an easy double. I thought it was an easy double. I never thought he was going to go to third. So that happens part of the game. 
at what point of that are you kicking yourself thinking I, I gotta be behind third? Just at what point of that play as he's rounding second, I guess, or you think I gotta get I, I no, you know, I, I thought it was an easy double, like I say, and uh, even told Polanco, no, don't throw, don't throw, don't throw, but he don't hear me, so he throw anyway, so. Wolf have been pitching so well recently, how tough is it to, to lose a tough loss like this? It's tough, it's tough, but, you know, the, those guys are doing a great job for us the whole year, so it's, we don't have to point any fingers, you know, it just they, they can do what they're doing and we'll be fine. Jose Barrios takes the mound for the Twins on Thursday in the finale of the five-game series. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team.